Dear students, wherever you go, whatever you do, knowledge is right here for you. AP State Council of Higher Education created podcasts for easy and quick access to innovative learning. They aim to reinforce fundamental concepts. These engrossing podcasts will enable independent learning and enrich your knowledge and skills. Come, listen, learn and lead the world. Good morning learners. I am Dr. Kalpana. Today I discuss on DNA structure, types of DNA and types of RNA. We knew what is nucleic acid, types and functions of the nucleic acids. So now we are going to discuss the structure and the types of nucleic acids. First we discuss the DNA structure. In early 1950s the identity of genetic material was a matter of debate though Hershey and Chase published evidence in 1952. On 25th April 1953 James Watson and Francis Crick announced that they wished to suggest a structure for DNA that is the double helical structure. Now we discuss the details of double helical structure of DNA. DNA means deoxyribonucleic acid. DNA is a polymer of near similar nucleotides. Each nucleotide consists of a nitrogenous base, deoxyribose sugar and phosphate group. In certain aspects, the structure of nucleic acid is less complicated than proteins because proteins are made up of 20 different amino acids but nucleic acids are made up of only four types of nitrogenous bases. In that two are purines which contain two rings and the purines are adenine and guanine. The remaining two are pyrimidines which contain a single ring structure and the pyrimidines are cytosine and thiamine. One purine can make hydrogen bonds with pyrimidine which is present on the opposite strand. A that means adenine forms two hydrogen bonds with thiamine. Students you remember that we, we have to say that two hydrogen bonds not a double bond. So there are two hydrogen bonds between A and T. Similarly guanine forms three hydrogen bonds with cytosine. Now we discuss the structure of DNA described by Watson and Crick. They suggested that the DNA molecule consists of two polynucleotide chains. They are twisted around an imaginary axis but run in opposite directions to form a helix. What they suggested was the first point is there are two polynucleotide chains. It is clear. Then 
the second point is they run in opposite directions always we have to read the nucleotides in a nucleic acid from 5 prime end to 3 prime end this is called directionality of nucleic acids they suggested that the two strands run in opposite directions so one strands 5 prime end is closer to other strands 3 prime end these two strands are linked they are linked by hydrogen bonds uh, you just imagine a ladder the vertical strands are two polynucleotide chains the steps in the ladder are hydrogen bonds formed between nucleotides on opposite strands the backbone of the vertical strand is made up of phosphate group and deoxyribose sugar then the third point is twisted around an imaginary axis uh, you imagine a small occasion while we celebrate a small occasion usually we bring paper ribbons we attach this paper ribbon at one end then we twist and attach the another end similarly the ladder like structure twists around an imaginary axis so that the helix get major and minor grooves in its structure these grooves are necessary and these act as the sites for some proteins which work by binding to DNA. Maybe the groove-like structures play a crucial role in the regulation of the gene expression. The DNA fragment present between two consecutive major grooves or two consecutive minor grooves is called one turn. Approximately each turn contains 10 nucleotide pairs. The width of the helix is 20 angstrom units and the length of one turn is 34 angstrom units. So the distance between two adjacent base pairs is around 3.4 angstrom units. The DNA double helix is held together by two types of forces. First one is hydrogen bonding between complementary base pairs. The second one is base stacking interactions. What we have discussed so far is Watson and Crick DNA double helical structure. After a short break, we will discuss different forms of the DNA.
welcome back students now we discuss the types of dna or we can call it as different forms of dna dna is remarkably flexible molecule rotation of bonds thermal fluctuations may lead to bending stretching or unpairing or melting of the strand many significant deviations from watson and crick dna structure was observed in cellular dna these deviations otherwise we can call them as structural variations so these structural variations do not affect the key properties of the dna defined by watson and crick three forms of dna are well characterized those are a form of dna or a dna b form of dna or b dna and the third one is z dna the watson and crick structure is also referred as the b form of the dna it is right handed helix b form of dna is the most stable structure in this session already we have discussed watson and crick model of the dna that is nothing but b form of the dna so whatever the structure we have discussed so far is the b form of the dna then the another form of dna is a dna the previously discussed b form of dna may be changed into a form in high salt concentration or in denatured alcohol solution the a form of dna is also right handed helix it is similar to b form but it has 11 base pairs in one complete turn of helix but in the case of b form it is only 10 base pairs but here in the a form we can see 11 base pairs in one complete turn the distance between two adjacent base pairs in the a form is 2.3 angstrom units therefore the a form is more compact than the b form and the major groove of the a form of dna is little bit narrower than the b form and the minor groove is wider than the b form so in the a dna the major groove is narrower and the minor groove is wider than the b form of the dna then the third one z form of the dna or z dna the z form of the dna is quite different from the other two forms it is a left handed helix in the case of a dna and b dna they are right handed helix but the z dna is left handed helix in this z dna base pairs alternate in a dinucleotide repeating structure such as an alternating purine pyrimidine structures so we can see like cg 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 dinucleotide repeats here c g there are two nucleotides so it is a dinucleotide it has repeated four times in the given example 
the major and minor groups of the z form of the dna show little bit different in depth and in width also the alternating cg base pairs introduce a zigzag structure into the backbone of the dna one term consists of 12 base pairs and the distance between two base pairs is 3.8 angstrom units usually the z dna is formed in a high salt solution or in a solution of divalent cations so so far we have discussed different forms of dna after a few seconds uh, we discussed regarding the structure of rna welcome back students now we discuss we will discuss the structure of rna rna is ribonucleic acid we know that the ribonucleotides are the building blocks instead of deoxyribonucleic acids there are two changes be between dna and rna the first one is at second carbon of the ribose has oh group that is hydroxyl group in ribonucleotides the second change is regarding nitrogen bases nitrogenous bases present in rna are adenine guanine cytosine and uracil instead of thiamine we can see uracil in the rna usually oh group at second carbon favors single standard conformation hence often rna exists as single standard however rna bends to form hairpin like structures coil like structures which mimic double standard structure rna has greater conformational flexibility and ability to perform various functions than the dna the characteristic single standard nature of rna does not require maintaining of the molar ratios of purines and pyrimidines in the case of dna already we have learned that the amount of adenine is equal to the amount of thiamine and similarly the amount of cytosine is equal to the amount of guanine 
in a double stranded DNA. So they have in the double stranded DNA A and T the amount of A and T is almost equal to 1. So this is called molar ratios equal molar ratios. But in the case of RNA because uh, it is a single standard nature the molar ratios of purines and pyrimidines are may not be equal to 1. So in the case of RNA the Chargaff's rule does not work because of the single standard nature. Many types of RNA molecules are available in cells such as messenger RNA, ribosomal RNA, transfer RNA, small nuclear RNA, micro RNA and others. In this session we discuss the familiar RNAs. The first one is mRNA. mRNA means it is messenger RNA. Messenger RNA accounts about 5% of the total cellular RNA. In 1961, French scientists Jacob and Monod hypothesized the existence of an intermediary molecule between DNA and protein product. This intermediary molecule is the mRNA that is messenger RNA soon after the evidence was gathered. If DNA serves as complete library of cellular information, mRNA serves as a photocopy of specific information needed at a particular time point. Thus, mRNA carries instructions to direct the synthesis of a protein. mRNA is located in the nucleus and in the cytoplasm also. It is produced in nucleus. After certain modifications, it has to come to cytoplasm where it exerts its functions. So it is located in both the places in eukaryotes. Almost every function in the cell is mediated by one or more proteins. So mRNAs are also as important as DNA. The molecular mass and the nucleotide sequence or composition of the mRNA is highly variable. During transcription, transcription is the process of formation of mRNA from DNA. So during transcription, the primary transcript is heterogeneous and it is large in size. During post-transcriptional modification or during post-transcriptional processing, there are three major events occur. Those are 5'-7'-GTP-CAP is formed, introns are spliced out or removed, poly-A tail is added at 3' end. So approximately 20% of the original RNA is used to form the mature mRNA rest of the RNA is degraded. Formation of cap that is 7-methyl-guanosine triphosphate serves as a marker or a recognition of the mRNA by the protein synthesis system. In addition, 
this triphosphate nucleotide contributes protection against degradation the third one is the poly a tail it gives stability to the mrna from 3 prime end and we now see the functions of the mrna during translation ribosomes use the instructions conveyed by the mrna to recruit the amino acids so as to make the desired protein or peptide so three nucleotides on the mrna codes for one amino acid so so far we have discussed regarding the structure of mrna and the function next we are going to discuss on rrna rrna means ribosomal rna molecules of rrna are synthesized in a specialized region in the nucleus called nucleolus nucleolus contains genes that encode rrna these rrnas differ in size they are classified as large and small rrnas each ribosome contains at least one large rrna and at least one small rrna so ribosomal proteins are translated in the cytoplasm and then they are transported into the nucleus and finally into the nucleolus there they assemble with rrna thus small unit and large subunits are formed in the nucleolus the rrnas form extensive secondary structures and play an active role in recognizing conserved parts of mrna and trna though they are single stranded because of complementarity among the bases they form secondary structures like hairpin rrnas identify a specific sequence on the mrna and then the translation proceeds the site or sequence where the ribosome binds to mrna is known as ribosomal binding site this is also known as shiny dalgarno sequence or sd sequence in eukaryotes four different types of rrnas are there based on the sedimentation coefficient these are 5s s means swedberg units 5.8s 18s and 28s rrnas in case of prokaryotes we can see three types of rrnas they are 5s 16s 23s 16s rrna sequences are analyzed to know the evolutionary distance rrna can catalyze the peptidyl transferase reaction during the protein synthesis so rrnas can be known as repository of nucleic acids as well as the catalysts it indicates their key role in the process of evolution so far we have discussed regarding rrna then trna trna means transfer rna it accounts around 10 to 15% of total rna 
Previously, it was also called as soluble RNA. It consists of 76 to 90 nucleotides. tRNA serves as physical link between mRNA and the amino acid sequence on the proteins. tRNAs act as temporary carriers of amino acids. They bring appropriate amino acids to the ribosome based on the sequence on the mRNA. tRNA can form hydrogen bonds with mRNA at the same time they can form ester linkages with the amino acids. Therefore, they can bring mRNA and amino acids together during translation. tRNAs are made up of single standard polynucleotide chain. Unique feature of tRNA is the presence of unusual bases. These unusual bases are important to protect the tRNA from the RNases. RNases are the enzymes which degrade the RNA. So the unusual bases protect the tRNA from the degradation by RNases. Some of the unusual bases are inosin, pseudouracil, dihydroxyuridin, etc. The tRNA appears like clover leaf in its secondary structure and it appears in L shape in its tertiary structure. The secondary structure of tRNA consists of hydrogen bonded stems and loops with ribonucleotides and modified bases. The hydrogen bonded stems stabilize the tertiary structure. The most important parts of a tRNA are its anticodon end and the terminal 3' prime end. The last three bases on the 3' prime end of tRNA are always CCA. This is a part of the acceptor arm where an amino acid is covalently attached to the hydroxyl group on the ribose sugar of the terminal adenosine. The anticodon loop pairs with mRNA. It determines which amino acid is attached to the acceptor stem. One tRNA can bind to more than one codons because of the Wubel basis. Next, the third important arm is the D arm or DHU arm. The D arm is made of a double standard region and a loop. This D arm is highly variable and plays a crucial role in stabilizing the RNA's tertiary structure. Another structure of tRNA is T arm or TUC arm. It is also like stem and loop structure. This TUC arm involves in the interaction of tRNA with the ribosome. Finally, a variable arm containing less than 20 nucleotides is situated between the anticodon loop and the T arm. Its size varies among different tRNAs because the tRNA length varies from 76 to 90 nucleotides. But the ribosome has 
same size of P and A sides for all the tRNAs. So the height of the tRNA is adjusted by modifying the length of this extra arm. Students, till now we learnt about structure of DNA, types of DNA and types of RNA. Thank you for listening. Whatever you do, knowledge is right here for you. AP State Council of Higher Education created podcasts for easy and quick access to innovative learning. They aim to reinforce fundamental concepts. These engrossing podcasts will enable independent learning and enrich your knowledge and skills. Come, listen, learn and lead the world.